from music to gardening now, Linda Helen is standing by. Hi, Linda. Hi there. Okay, so a question first of all. You told us to plant broad beans and peas about, I reckon it was probably about six weeks ago, or maybe eight weeks ago. Well, I did it, and now they're huge, and they've started to fall over. Do I need to stake them or just not worry about it? You absolutely need to stake them. Yeah, because mine have all just blown over. Mine blew over in the remnants of Cyclone Lola. A bit of wind coming from the opposite direction through my garden flattened the whole lot, and so uh, I had to cut them all off, which is fine because mine were ready to harvest, so it's okay. Yeah. But yeah, now if you don't stake them, the weight of the pods will just pull them over in a little slight gust of wind. So you don't need to be very clever with your staking either. You can just bung some stakes in and then kind of truss them up. Okay. And string around the whole group. Thank you. What's on your mind this week? So on my mind this week is caterpillars, and I feel quite bad because I know it's only been two weeks since we were slaughtering snails yeah. en masse, which got me some lovely feedback from organic people, but um, caterpillars is the season now. So I've noticed this week that my cabbages, and I've got these beautiful big purple cabbages that I've planted mostly for looks, to be fair, but also for coleslaw, mm. but they are being eaten alive by the little chubby green caterpillars that mm. belong to the white cabbage butterfly. And because we're having quite a warm spring up north, and so the butterfly is out and about already. And so if you don't take some steps, it will literally destroy your crops now coming yeah. through. My garden got smashed by by little caterpillars, but I think it was end of summer this year. I don't know if it's the same caterpillar, but um, I think this might have been a different one that I had. But obviously they're out and about already. Yeah, and so what you can do is, I mean, you and, and you know, because you can do this, you just provide a physical barrier so if you go to you know one of the hardware stores or garden centers and buy a big length of insect mesh which is a very fine grade mesh so it's mm. a bit like a curtain you know the old net curtains our nanas had yeah. and you chuck that over your brassicas now and then that'll protect them from now until they're ready to harvest and then really you don't want to be planting brassicas from now on because that way you don't have a problem with the cabbage butterfly so okay. you wait again until autumn right so that's that's a simple way of doing it. If you do already have them in, though, and you want to protect them, you can use Deris Dust, and it does have a withholding period, so just read the box when you're um, when you're chucking it on. But there used to be a really good product um, available on the market called Organic Caterpillar Killer. It was a biocontroller. Mm. I don't know what happened, but they discontinued it. But there are other caterpillar killers that you can buy from garden centres, and one is um, from Yates. It's called Success Ultra. And if you have problems with codlin moths, which are also little worms, um, you can get onto that now. So you don't want to wait too much longer because you pretty much need to spray those as soon as the blossoms have fallen. And the reason that you spray now is that this particular bug, the codlin moth, lays its eggs and then those tiny larvae crawl into your apples and they live their entire life cycle inside the apple. Uh, so once they're in, you can't get them. Huh. So you've got to get them before they get in, otherwise they can ruin your whole crop. And I've always kind of taken the approach of live and let live and, you know, they can have most of my apples and I can cut them out of the bits that I don't want to eat. But I have a beautiful um, heirloom, golden, delicious tree at my cottage garden and last year, there would have been a worm in every single apple. Yeah. And because there's lots of apples and they're sort of small, then they all drop onto the ground and continue the life cycle. So this year I've decided that organic ideals be damned. I'm going to spray the bloody thing <laughs> and beat them. And so I sprayed my tree yesterday. And if you're using something like Success, you need to spray once a fortnight. And you just do it a couple of times at this time of the year. And after that, it's not a problem. Or... If you want to, if you've only got one tree, you can go and buy a pheromone trap from garden centres. And they sell these for apple, cotton moth, and also for the blimmin' um, guava moth. That's mm. a real problem in north of New Zealand. 
And what this is, is it's like a sticky trap. It's a little green triangle and you hang it in your tree. And then what it does is it releases like the sex scent of female moth. And the men, being slightly stupid, fly to their deaths thinking they're in for a good time. And so it catches the male moth and interrupts the breeding cycle. So it's a pretty genius way of not using chemicals to get on top of caterpillars. Okay, yeah, I like that. So, yeah. yeah, so you can get those from garden centres. If you just Google it up, there's a brand called Kiwi Garden. They sell the cotton moth one, and I think the, the guava moth is in a brand called Easy Trap. And so, yeah, if you just Google them, you'll find them. And it's, it's a pretty good way of getting on top of some of the moths, or you can use them as a monitoring um, trap and when you start catching lots of moths then you can go ahead and spray if you want to use a spray. Great advice Linda. Anything else to watch out for? Well the other thing you can do if you've got real problems with these caterpillars is you can get your kids and go and buy like a stand-up tent. You know you can get the little tents that you, you know, they're fairly inexpensive, they, they look a bit like a giant teepee yeah. and you can set up a solar powered light in there and then you turn that on at night and open the door and all the moths will fly in and then you get up early and you zip them up and then you can deal to them all in one go. <laughs> it's a non-specific um, you know, way of dealing with it, so you'll catch all the moths. But it's, it's a pretty effective way if you've got an orchard of, say, feejoas or citrus and you're having real problems with guava moths. Do they tend to, Do they tend to be out and about at night? Do you know what? I'm not sure, but I mm. assume so because you certainly that's when you see moths, don't you, way more than butterflies, which we see during the day. Thank you. Thank you for the advice. Great to chat to you and enjoy getting out in the sunshine this weekend. Thanks very much.